The untitled Kanye West HBO project was shot in 2007, never aired on HBO, and was aired publicly only once in 2013. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. Pilots studying Chris and Grimes. They're talking all of your favorite shows. But only the pilot episode that means the first show. In case you didn't know. Please. You never know what show they're gonna talk about. But they're only gonna talk about the first one. And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. Hello and welcome to Pilot Study episode number 31. My name is Chris Lantinen and I'm your host and I'm joined as always by my TV junkie of a co-host. He's the most intelligent man in pop music. It's Grimes. Welcome Grimes. What's up, man? Good to talk to you on this early morning recording session. We haven't done an early morning recording session. I feel like there is like... I feel like there's more urgency to early morning recording sessions because we want to like get on with our day, you know? That's right. There's a lot at stake here, so let's get into it. <laughs> and if the episode's bad, we'll carry that weight throughout the rest of the day. We, <laughs> right. We can sleep off like a really bad nighttime episode. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll be sharper in the morning. Let, let's hope. Okay, let's so see. T- today we are finishing up our first theme month of the season of course that month is called unaired with something a little different so today we're talking about a pilot that we've only seen three minutes of (laughs) and this is not for lack of effort we didn't watch three minutes and not have enough time to prepare but kanye west's attempt at a curb your enthusiasm style improv show for hbo never aired and it never snuck out to the internet, unlike Clerks and Revenge of the Nerds and um, whatever other one we did for Unaired Month. I always forget one. You notice that? It's always yeah, one too. that sneaks past me. Uh, the, <laughs> the IT crowd, American version. Um, instead, this one got out there because Wyatt Senek screened the episode in New York City in place of like a weekly comedy show that he did. And he did a Q&A afterwards and kind of like a running commentary running commentary type of thing uh, with Questlove at this show. So we have, we have that. So people have seen it. So there are plot descriptions out there. We have the three minutes and we have a bunch of interviews. Uh, not a bunch of interviews, but you know, scattered interviews across. Some the good internet. articles. Yeah, there's a few good articles and a kind of like a mini oral history that we'll talk about in a second. That kind of goes into the production of this show and kind of some of its intricacies. So we we have some stuff to work off of. So this will most this will kind of be like half about the mystery behind the project and half about the actual clip that's up on YouTube that we'll, of course, post with this um, that is kind of taken down and kind of lives in that cycle of taken down, put back up, taken down. Yeah. Um, the pilot, of course, stars Kanye playing himself in a very mm-hmm. Larry David-esque move, along with J.B. Smoove, at, um, of, of, of course, Curb, as the manager, and Wyatt Senek as the cousin, a character named K.C., Kanye's cousin. <laughs> So they didn't really get creative with that no. name. No, the uh, character names were not creative. No. Uh, Jeff Garland apparently appears in the scene. Kim Whitley plays his mother, who, of course, was alive at that time. And GLC is a Kanye rap hanger-oner, and he appears as the bodyguard, I believe. There's Just there's, a dude in the car? Yeah, just like a dude in the car, and like, I think I think he's a bodyguard, because all those people that... 
are in that car scene that all we have is a still from and a description. Those are his like his entourage, right? Yeah. So I think to start out, we should break down the only clip that's out there. Sure. Uh, before we do that, just some quick credits. These are things that we're going that we used in our research. Um, so Roger Cormier over at Splitsider, Eddie Stats over at OK Player, and the, again this oral history that TV Guy did a, a very small article, but very informative as well. So the clip. Why don't you um, set up the <laughs> clip and kind of what's your impression of the tone you see in it? Maybe the tone they were trying to strike. Well, it's definitely the the whole time I was watching, I was thinking that Kanye was watching Curb one night and he's like, I want, I want that. Like, (laughs) give me that. Like he got so many of the same people. The worst part about it is his acting just because he's not an actor. This is probably the first time he ever tried to do anything like it. But so he's meeting a -a make-a-wish kid Mm -hmm. and he's just trying to enter. He has his hoodie zipped up over his face because he has those like monster hoodies that were popular, I guess, back in 2008. A quick question on his fashion stuff. So was he wearing clothing like that? Like, I guess I I didn't get the hoodie reference. Yes, that was like, um, I think he wore a hoodie like that in an interview and like wouldn't take it off or something. So, of course, it became a, it's like a living meme. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so he's wearing this mask on. Probably from one of his clothing lines. So anyway, he finally, like he's trying to talk through the mask. Someone's calling him. I'm sure that's a reference to some other part of the episode we unfortunately can't watch. Mm -hmm. And then he's interacting with this kid and the lady and she's Miss Pertown mispronouncing his name he corrects her that that interaction was kind of funny but so he's just there to meet this make-a-wish kid and then apparently at the end of the clip i guess the funny part was that the kid found a heart anyway or something i don't i didn't get like a lot of jokes there were funny lines but i don't know i for a three-minute clip it was it was just a scene of him meeting this kid and the handler there and this funny (laughs) interaction but i don't know and i think part of that make-a-wish thing so in that in that history, it says at the end of the pilot, Kanye makes an awkward visit to a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid where he's asked to tape a video greeting for the organization. So apparently there was a video greeting portion of uh, that segment. of That the explains episode. the camera. Yeah, yeah. And, and they said it's perhaps West's best line of the pilot as he says, yo, what up to all the dying kids? I know y'all my dogs and you know all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> I love that because I bet he would say that in real life, like at a speech. You know? Yeah, like that kind of that kind of makes sense that that would be actually used for humor. This scene is kind of it's 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 rough, obviously, and the humor in here is humor that would have had to develop over ten episodes or so. He needed more. He just needed more screen time and um, more line more line delivery to at least practice. But um, so yeah, he comes in and. After the mask thing, you said, you know, the one line that's really, really stilted is she tries to pronounce his name Kenny, right? This yeah. handler tries to pronounce his name Kenny. And he has this line, well, I don't care where you're from. You pronounce my name Kanye. And that's like the really, really rough delivery. Yeah, he sounded kind of mad. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and like the whole aggressiveness of the Time magazine thing. Like, so yeah. he, he talks about how he's on the cover of Time and the lady doesn't get it. And, what what's the magazine that she thinks he's on the cover of? 
Oh. It's some traditionally African-American magazine, right? Oh, Vibe. Vibe, Vibe yeah. So the whole underlying thing is that she didn't think it, some, somebody black could be on time, basically. Which would have been funny if that improv scene was just at a, a level of, I don't want to say real improvisers, but Kanye doesn't come from that. He took probably one lesson one day and paid this dude, yeah, paid Matt, Matt, Matt Besser, Besser from UCB <laughs> to come to his house and teach him improv. Yeah, I thought that was a really um, interesting so that, portion that, of that. Who knows how long those lessons lasted, but it... The clip was out of context, which doesn't help because you're we're only seeing three minutes of a 30 minute show, you know, so I can't really knock the whole clip just be or the whole pilot just because one clip was kind of bad. And then there's that forced awkwardness thing. And it does get a little cringy, like you said, with the magazine cover and mm-hmm. um, his there, he raps a couple lines about people not being able to pronounce his name. So it was kind of funny to hear that, like played out in real life but man it just didn't work as a scene unfortunately by itself well the like the aggressiveness of the time magazine thing i think really kind of really illuminates kind of the tone of the rest of the episode and that yes he's trying to make a curb your enthusiasm style show but you know just the the willingness and the I'm trying to think of the the right word for it, but he has to keep mentioning his accomplishments, which I which I found to be very weird. Like in terms of like straight world building, Curb is this world where yes, Larry David in the show did create Seinfeld, and everything is kind of based around the fact that he is a famous writer, right? So Larry David accomplishes something within this world, and he he never quite seems to possess. That, that the same pull that he does in the real world, that's kind of where like the curb like semi-reality comes in is that Larry David is not as powerful as he should be. Right, right. And if, if he was, I think that would take away some of the drama of the show. Like if you think of the storyline where Larry has to go around and pitch the show with Jason Alexander. Right, and then it like ends not going to happen. <laughs> right, and then he goes around and he has to pitch the show with Julia, uh, Louise Dreyfus. And so, you know, with... If if he was at his peak power in the show, then that those types of that type of storyline just wouldn't work. And so Kanye being as powerful in the show as he is in real life, I think would eventually take away some of the drama. Like, yes, he's rich. He's one of the most powerful people in pop music in this world. He was on Time Magazine. So really, where is there to go, like narratively or humor wise like you said it would take away the drama and like a lot of the jokes are people shitting on Larry and Curb because right. he did, you know they make fun of him for having so much money and still like you know not tipping well or whatever it would be and and he you know shitting on Larry is why it's a lot of the times why it's so funny because it wouldn't happen in real life whereas Kanye and you can see with like his dealings with SNL and South Park writers he, he doesn't have a very great sense of humor about himself <laughs> no. He does not. And so, I mean, when you're a rapper and you have multiple songs dissing SNL, like a bunch of improv nerds, uh, it's just weird to me to, yeah, to not, to have it so heightened, like his power in the in the show where, if anywhere, this is where, you know, we get to take Kanye, you know, take the piss out of him a little bit. Well, to, to base a show, you know, to base an entire show about, uh, around yourself, you have to, the self-deprecation factor has to be very high. Yeah. Or else it is going to quickly turn into just like a worship session. Like an entourage reality, like the Kardashians, yes. basically a show he's already on. <laughs> right, right. And so, you know, 
and another thing Curb does is it really respects the audience on a level where they expect us to know the accomplishments coming in, and thus they expect us to understand the world that they thus don't have to establish, right? Right. And Larry doesn't care. His all for all of his accomplishments, he's still miserable. Right. Whereas Kanye's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's that there's that misery there, and also story comes first. So he's not he's not wasting lines. Like yes, Curb may may be a loose show in that a lot of it's improv, and the scenes have like very faint outlines. Right. There's not like full scripts or anything. But which is amazing to think that there's not full scripts for a show that comes together so perfectly at the end of every thirty minutes. Every time, yeah. I know through editing. But in terms of this one, there there is there seems to be a lot of wasted material about Kanye telling us he's Kanye. Right, we we get it. We bought <laughs> like, in. We yeah, love we, you. That's why we're watching this. We completely understand. So, <laughs> you know, mo- moving past the clip and moving into some of this history stuff, and you know, a little from the screening, and again, a little from this from this oral history. Larry Charles directed this and was kind of like the person that shepherded this project through HBO. And you know, I, I did find some of the stuff. He's very high on this pilot, like he thinks it's yeah, he thinks yeah. it's very good. Like he talked in a interview with Coming Soon, he said that it was really good, but again, I think it was too hardcore for HBO, which is strange. And of course, Charles did seventeen episodes of Curb, directed seventeen episodes. He did uh, his biggest hit is obviously Borat, but he does you know a lot of these mockumentary style things or improv based things. Yeah, and he said also HBO's management shifted, but HBO doesn't have a good track record when it comes to black shows, and I felt like that may have may have had something to do with it. Also, I don't see a lot of shows about that experience at all. This was very entertaining, and we showed it to a lot of people. People gave it a very good response, and it seems to be on the shelf right now. The management has shifted at HBO, so we're waiting to see. So he 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 really doesn't absorb any of the blame for, you know, just the the humor not really being there and the focus being a little off. He's all about like HBO fucked this up. They don't know black audiences. Yeah, like that's that's kinda, which is a very Kanye hardcore. answer too. <laughs> yeah, it is. HBO hates black people. <laughs> and you know, to be like really, if you look at HBO. I mean, the, tra- the track record's not great, I don't it's think. It's not great. What do they really... I mean, I know I'm missing something glaringly obvious. Um, there has to be, like, I don't something think, I'm forgetting. I don't, I don't think you are. Like, uh, Game of Thrones, Silicon Valley... Re- in recent memory, there's certainly nothing. Like, The Night Of is maybe one of their more racially diverse... Well, okay, The Wire. Obviously, The Wire was a show that... That was that, 16 years ago. Yeah, but it did cross those lines, and it's a landmark show. But I think, yes, the shows on HBO are overwhelmingly overwhelmingly white, and especially some of the high-publicized ones like... Um, and all the like, comedy. Like, girls had to be basically goaded into hiring a black actor. Yeah. They had to hire Donald Glover just to fill their quota. Right. Game of Thrones... Uh, I guess there's no black people <laughs> in that time of history because there never seems to be any that show up on the show. Right. So we have The Wire, and we have that's basically it. So he he may have a point. Yeah, he may. I, yeah, it's hard to disagree with Larry Charles because he's pretty much a TV god. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what were some other things that stood out to you in terms of the production and the history and just some facts you were able to dig up. Well, most of my facts, as you can imagine, deal on like Kanye's personal life and the music side of this thing because we okay. can't ignore that. Like right before the the end of '07 is when his mom died, mm-hmm. 
And he made the album Graduation. Then right after that, he makes 808s, which was a big departure. And then Dark Fantasy, which was even weirder. So that all happened like right after they made this pilot. His mom died. He went through that breakup with Amber Rose. Mm-hmm. T-Swift incident, drops out of the spotlight, makes this crazy like art, like, you know. Art Nouveau. Art, yeah. elect- art Nouveau. <laughs> industrial album that's like groundbreaking in every sense of the word. And a lot of these articles, or at least two of them mentioned, like, imagine making this now or this coming out now. There's just no way because I, I've never watched the Kardashians, even the Kanye parts, but I can imagine it's him very sparsely put in there making fun of clothes or talking about an album or somehow marketing something. I can't imagine he hangs out at the house eating, like, cheese and talking about yeah whatever they're doing. You know I, what I mean? I feel like he's drifted further and further from any any sense of, like, reality. And I think this was probably the only time when the show could have worked and it even incorporates his mother. So you lose the mother. This pilot is thus rendered ineffective and unusable. And so they would have had to go back. And because I think what happened is, yes, HBO put this on the shelf. They didn't love it. Um, I think uh, one of the other complaints was that Kanye kept like handing parts off to other people. Like, he didn't seem to have any confidence in his acting abilities. Mm. And so he would hand off, like, funny lines to, you know, Smooth or um, Senek. And he would he, he kind of kept fading into the background. I don't know if that was intentional, if he was just trying to make it more of, like, an entourage-type show where Vinny is the least interesting person on the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he's so image-conscious, even back then and especially now, and um, Larry Charles mentioned that, I think, in the TV Guide article. He was like, you know, Kanye has retreated more and more into the image of Kanye. And that's true. We we saw maybe the last time that Kanye was like a lighthearted, regular rapper who mm-hmm. talked about money and jewelry and all that kind of ended the next couple of years in his real life. And the show wouldn't have worked anyway, I think, because of that. But even back then, he has to be so involved in depth in every detail with that whole like, Steve Jobs aping mentality like you know I just don't see TV at this level with improv and stuff working for him no I, I mean obviously I think all this has passed and you know like, it's, it's funny like looking at some some of the details uh, you know and how he pitched like they wanted a half hour he came back with an hour hour yeah and it was like weird stuff like it was non-ironic interviews with like Nelson George and Boyce Watkins talking about quote the impact of kanye and his music like it was like this it was a half hour show but at the end it was like more characters from the improv guys and like interviews and stuff that that's a little bizarre so they cut it down to 27 minutes and it's still like just that one clip felt like oh god this is dragging a little bit it felt very long for a three minute improv You and I have both watched enough improv shit and improv-based shit to know that right. three minutes is like, you know, not that long. <laughs> yeah, it sh- it shouldn't feel long. Like it should be jam-packed full of surprise and comedy and all that. And I, I do want to go over a few of the other, um, sure, the plot elements of the show. They uh, sound funny. I mean, there was potential here. We both agree that this could have been really awesome in a different. You know, maybe if it was a couple years earlier and Kanye was wasn't on a meteoric rise to music yeah. stardom, if he was just a regular dude looking for a project, you well, know, they only, HBO only gave Larry Charles and Kanye like four hundred thousand dollars to do this pilot. Which, if you think it was, that's not a ton. Larry Charles admitted that they kind of like 
didn't rip him off, but they gypped him a little bit. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if Kanye wasn't at that level, how little cash they would have gotten. Right. And, you know, we were talking beforehand about how maybe Kanye, maybe like the best approach to like a a rap improv curb, like a, as they're saying, a black curb your enthusiasm would be for Kanye simply to serve as like a producer, right? Right. Pay for it. Basically. Right. Pay for it and have somebody play a character like him. And for Kanye to just kind of serve as the inspiration for this project, there was no reason he needed to act in this. No, that like, was an ego thing. He just want, like I'm telling you, he just wanted a curb your enthusiasm for his own because he's yeah. like, I'm the Black Larry David, except <laughs> you know the White Larry David spent 25 years having life just beat his ass until right. he got lucky. And so. he spent you know 10 years in the writer's room of one right, of the most right. successful shows in history. Um, so there is an early sequence where a white limo driver gets confused oh, um, when the same street is referred to as MLK Boulevard, King Boulevard, and Martin Luther Boulevard. Like So all these different names for the same thing, basically. And there's definitely... Kanye gets on him about that. And then it kind of goes from there, like dropping the N-word. And, um, Which could be funny in context. Yeah, it was. It's interesting to read. I would like to obviously yeah. see it in action. Reading it is never funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess there was there was a part where um, they do flashbacks in the episode. A couple of them. So one has to do with a hotel, and I can't I can't quite remember what the hotel one's about. But another has to do with. Kanye being asked to provide music for a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. And, quote, pounding on his coffee table at least 20 times, screaming no on a loop <laughs> over the disli- over his dislike of the movie he was watching. And that movie's request for Kanye to provide music for its soundtrack. And then, I guess, it, like, then it cuts to Kanye being powerless, according to this article, over the charms of Tom Cruise, who he tried to get Tom Cruise to appear in this pilot. Tom Cruise rejected him, so they hired like a lookalike, like an <laughs> impersonator. And then, so like he's like screaming no at the TV, I'm not going to do this. And then it cuts to him shaking hands with Tom Cruise, like because after they met in person, I guess he agreed. So that 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 seems like it could be. That could have been funny. Without Tom Cruise, it probably f- felt like a really cheap pilot move. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so we had the so basically how the the pilot is broken down is the opening scene in the escalade which apparently is very very long and they shoot it in like this kind of weird fisheye lens so that they can get everybody in the shot then we have these flashbacks the um the make a wish thing and i think there's one other scene that i'm forgetting but it doesn't seem to it doesn't seem to build in the curb style it seems like a series of vignettes like presented in a TV show. You see, yeah. it's, it seems like separate storylines, does it not? It does to me. I mean, that's a lot to pack into a pilot, too. A lot of characters, a lot of different locations and moving parts, um, especially, again, not to harp on it, but for something like this, that's tough. That's just going to make it harder for inexperienced people to make it funny. Right. And, you know, I think in that little clip, we see how powerful silence can be both in like a bad and a good way yeah like in terms of pauses and obviously like you have to be a trained professional to manage those pauses and you have to know exactly how long to wait and even with larry (laughs) charles like overseeing this thing it feels stilted because Kanye doesn't do this kind of stuff. Right. And he can't manage those silences like a professional comedian could and um like the kid's the funniest part in that scene 
Yeah. Like he's the best part. And just like saying that he likes all these rappers. Naming every him. other rapper except <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> I'd like to know where all those other people are. I don't think he names one person that's lasted, which is kind of funny. And you know, Kanye gave him those names. Like, Hey, say yeah, these names. Course. Um, and then it's, I wouldn't say the, you know, we haven't seen it, so we don't really know if it's a mess yet, but if anything, it's just a, a really, really interesting what if. Like, what if Kanye has 13 episodes from HBO? Like, does he do the Taylor Swift thing? Does he does he go away for a while? Does the mother die in the middle of the season and they have to deal with that? Does he make 808s because he didn't do the Taylor Swift thing? Like, this HBO show could have changed everything. Yeah, it's weird when I when you think about it like that and what, how how his music has changed and where his life is now. It's very odd to, you know, if, if he would have had some undiscovered comedic talent. Well, like, not not just that. Like, I'm just thinking, like, what if he's in production during those VMAs? Like, yeah, what if then he's, that never happens. What if he's stuck at the studio editing? Yeah, then that never happens. Then he never goes away. Then we don't get 808s. Then we don't get the comeback from 808s. And we, we're sitting here with, you know, a completely different career. And that that could be, I don't, I don't know, I guess that could be good or bad, but I, I can't imagine like a rap world without 808s. I like this world better. I mean, yeah. what are we going to really get from, you we, know, we would, Kanye TV show? His life is a fucking TV show. We have it. We have access <laughs> to him at all times now, yeah. basically. You know, he tweets like he's, he's touring. He's still making great albums. Like, I, I can't imagine needing... It's just as ridiculous as Larry David making a fucking rap album. Like you don't need to do everything and think that just because you're really good at two or three things that that's going to translate to every medium. That's just not, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not realistic. Well, it's you know, and we would have gotten, I think, a season that yes, started rough, but obviously, once they kind of knew, it was it's almost like can we understand Kanye's vision for this and can we establish a writer's room? Right. that can work towards that vision with him. Like, who are the right people to bring in that could kind of help crack stories? I think it would have been a season that improved. I don't think there's any question. There's really only... You could only go up from this yeah, pilot. Yeah, so. pretty much. Like most pilots, you know. <laughs> um, let's let's go over a few more of these uh, choice quotes here. So uh, Kim Whitley, who played the mother, said, I got close to his mother. I met her to see how to portray her. We went on a cruise. I got to know Kanye and all his friends, too. His girlfriend was on set. I think people get him wrong. Everyone is a little cuckoo when it comes to genius. So Kim Whitley seems like like she was all in. She was spending she time the with them. Yeah, she was uh, going on cruises with them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charles said about HBO giving them $400,000 in only five days to shoot the pilot. Um, for HBO, I will also mention Oz. And I know that was a long time ago, but I think that was a breakthrough. Well, I thought um, that was Showtime. That's my fault. I yeah, yeah. Oz is HBO. I just don't want to paint HBO as like... Yeah, um, me you, either. You but guys, it's, it's, if you're struggling to remember any black people on true. an entire yeah. network, like it's not great. It's not great. It's not like they have like the Carmichael show. Like They have the power to HBO, you know, just from The Sopranos alone. They could probably do whatever they want forever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a super strong track record. Like, especially when you have shows where... 
it's much publicized like an SNL situation that they had to hire to fill like a quota. Mm -hmm. That's never a good sign. So anyways, Charles talking about HBO, he said that it wasn't like they were super excited. They gave us very little money, but I will embrace that. I think we can do something great, and this is the only way that we could do it, so let's try. Kanye was very open to it. Um, he said, I didn't want it to be the black curb. I wanted to give it structure and a vibe that was more true to Kanye and his world than the curb style. So they wrote outlines, um, except for certain lines that needed to be said. They would improvise a lot. Uh, he said that improvising with like 10 people was a great challenge. Yeah, definitely. Definitely yeah. would be. Uh, he talked about the wide angle stuff, the car scene being the main one. And he wanted to use it to kind of give a sense of what it was like to be in Kanye's world and just have people coming at him at all times. Uh, Jeff Garland said that I did a couple scenes where I played a white guy walking around. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I <laughs> Pretty much the, how, how he acts. Yeah, I spent the day with him. I do watch what he does and wonder sometimes, what were you thinking, or what are you thinking? But in terms of my actual interactions with him, he was very pleasant. I sat with him at dinner one night with Tom Cruise and J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh, God, imagine that table. Yeah, that would be kind of interesting. Um, the oddball there is Jeff Garland. Yeah, what is he doing there? Why is he with Tom Cruise, Jake? Like, those three are all at the top of their game, and it's just like, and Jeff Garland. <laughs> uh, Lester Spates is in this pilot somewhere. We don't see him in the clip, but he played Terry Tate, the office linebacker, and those uh, still, I, I was watching clips this morning, still amazing commercials. Like, just some of the best, like, actual, like, designed as commercials spots ever. They're funny. They're very funny. Um, this was my education of GLC. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he did not like getting his makeup done, according to one article. He would call it player powder to kind of <laughs> like get around the fact that he was wearing makeup. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of all I got. Did you have anything else on the whole Kanye try to, tries to do a TV show on HBO thing? <sighs> you know, <laughs> no. It's I mean, it's crazy, just... Huh? I can't... It's so hard for me to step back and look at it objectively as a pilot, you know. Yeah, but it's it's weird. It's cool that it happened. It sucks that we can't see it. I you know I, I kind of like it that way. I kind of like doing an episode where the thing is like a complete mystery, and we're is. just kind of like pulling at strings. Like we we know that there was like a thing about Kanye having a fear of bad breath in this, and I can just, yeah you learn a little bit about him. Like I can just imagine them trying to ape Curb and you know taking this very very small insecurity. And doing like a five-minute scene out of it. Yeah, and then, you know, callbacks later in the episode. Something happens to him because of his bad breath or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can see that. I, on the one hand, I want more just because I always want more Kanye. But like you said, this is in a, in a nice uh, time capsule here. 2008 Kanye before he really became the Kanye we know now. So it's cool to have. Where are you from? You pronounce my name Kanye. Oh, okay. Let's go. Kanye. 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 Yeah, okay. Like Kanye Rogers. Island in the stream. Who's your favorite? Like, who's your favorite artist? Who, who do you like? Dwayne. R. Kelly's cool. Um, Lloyd. I like DJ Unk and Walk It Out. That was real cool. What? Do you like any of my songs? They're okay. It's I cool. don't want to shit on it too much. The potential is there. I mean, Wyatt Cenac is awesome. Yeah, it has a good cast. JB Smoove is awesome. The cast is great. You couldn't ask for a better setup or, you know, having the people involved were great. It's just sometimes shit doesn't work out, even for Kanye. Like, the cast is good. And if they could have harnessed the, the hyper reality of the situation, I think 
in this one they're so they're so concerned with pitching Kanye as Kanye. And I think once yeah. they got once they got past that moment and they could break stories just based on his life, which I'm sure was very strange and interesting and all those kinds of things. And then I think they could have gotten to some interesting territory. And Kanye could have played with that bigger entourage, that bigger cast in, in an effective way. Like they wouldn't have had to hide him eventually, which they yeah. kind of did here, um, at least in what we saw. So yeah, uh, this is the end of Unaired Month. I think we finished it in style with a real mystery of a show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so just a reminder, you can go back and listen to all three of those episodes. We started with the the t- the movie to TV adaptation of Clerks. Then we moved into um, Revenge of the Nerds, which did air once on Fox It was and was immediately pulled. And we also talked about the American version of the IT crowd. All three of those have guests, and all three of those, I believe, were pretty good episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, next month, we are going to get into... Uh, one, we're going to do the premiere of Atlanta, which is the new Donald Glover show where he kind of plays like a weird fictionalized version of himself, maybe. I'm not really sure. I, I just know that he is playing in the, the rap and hip hop world. And of course, he is heavily involved in that world. So we will be discussing that. That's his follow up to Community and it airs on FX. And then we're going to get into some anniversary episodes. Um, I won't spoil who those are, but we'll be doing 10, 20, 30-year anniversaries. So that should be fun. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Are you um, anything to leave us with? Any shows to leave us with? Um, I, I, I'm just about finished with The Wire. I have 15 minutes left of the whole series. Whoa. So I finally did that. That was, that was so good. Do you feel better for it? Last season is a real, it's a grind. Last season's a real grind, but the first four are, yeah, they're good. I don't, I don't. I don't I don't subscribe to the belief that it's the best show of all time or I don't even know if it's in the top five, to tell you the truth. But at but, the uh, time it at the, probably at, would have been. At the time it probably would have been. A lot's happened since then and a, a lot of good stuff has come out. So I'm uh, still with uh shameless US version, William H. Macy. What season is this? I'm on season end of season three, and I think they just put some new ones up on Netflix. I'm not sure how many there even are. So I think they did. I think they just put two more seasons on Netflix. Well, I'm digging in. That's <laughs> going to carry me through September. <laughs> so that might be four and five. I'm not really. I'm not familiar with the show though. I don't know how many seasons they even have. I really relate to it. I grew up in that environment, not with the alcoholism or the abuse, but like the poorness is very relatable to me. Yeah. Yeah, I know nothing about the show, so this is all this is all news to me. Um, so uh, yeah, let's wrap it up today. This has been Pilot Study, episode number thirty-one. Grimes, of course. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, no problem. My pleasure. Always love to talk about Kanye. I think I think the morning helped us. It's good. Morning's I feel, good. I feel refreshed. Same. Did you did you have coffee before this? I did, and and now I feel like I achieved today. <laughs> I didn't waste the Saturday. I'm getting pelted with a hurricane, so I can't do much else. But oh yeah, how are how, how is everything up well, there? Well, I'm far enough inland, but I mean, it's bad for if you're at the beach. It's not going to be a good time. Are you at least getting like any spare flooding or anything like that? Yeah, we got my street in front of my house floods every time it rains, so it's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we will talk to you guys next week. And, of course, we will leave you a quick clip and a preview for our next episode of Atlanta. Thank you. Yeah. What? My breath. Hmm. Oh, I love it. What is that? Curry? It's like a very deep curry. That is not, that's like some freaky <laughs> Hey, yo, you heard that new Paperboy mixtape? That's my cousin. You gonna wanna get in there before he gets signed, man.
So, Zuta, you want in on Paperboy? What? No. Please, man. Never know And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. <laughs>